Last time we had Jackie the Joke Man on, Jerry, he told us about this documentary he's working on. It's out. Jokemanmovie.com. I can't wait to see it. I, it's going to be fantastic. Jackie, what's going on, man? Hey, Jackie, welcome back. Hello, fellas. Thanks for having me back on. I really appreciate it. I'm sure when I told you I had a documentary in the works, you're like, yeah, you and uh, you and everybody else. But I don't know whether that was a year ago or 12 years ago, but the damn thing is finished. It's out tomorrow, and I'm very psyched. Very yeah. psyched. We're looking at the movie uh, poster here, Jackie. This is a legitimate big documentary. Congratulations, man. You're You're getting your due. Well, you know, I figured better than waiting another 25 years because there's an outside chance I won't be here in 25 more years, you know. Yeah. But uh, I'm lucky that we got it out. At, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like 53 years old. I haven't got that much time left, you know. Hey, how did this take us through the process? <laughs> yeah. Take us through the process. You had a director. How much say did you have in putting this together? Because they talked to a lot of former Stern cast, a lot of your celebrity friends, other comics. How much say did you have in this thing? Uh, well, not as much say as I did trust, because <clears throat> I, uh, the director, the guy that owns the production company that directed it and produced it, when I met him at the Friars Club just before I left the Stern Show, after five minutes of talking to me, he said, Jesus, you are nothing like the guy that's portrayed on that show. And the more he got to know me, the better friends we became. And then we had our own show on uh, Howard 101 for eight years. We had a, a dirty joke radio show, and we just became such great friends. And then people were taking shots at the... And he said, you know what? I want to make this documentary, because the whole thing is that you're a joke teller, and that's, that's as big a deal as... The, of course, the Stern Show put you on the map and made you some money, but you've been at, you know, you've been at this whole thing, this whole game for a long time, and you wanted to tell the tale... And I knew I was in good hands, <clears throat> and I turned them on to as many people as I could. But, you know, my family and my friends, every, you know, everybody was more than willing to participate. It took a lot of time. You know, like Artie Lang from the Stern Show wanted to be in it, and Ian Carr was having trouble hooking up with him. And then Artie got in trouble and wound up in the hospital and wound up in rehab. But the, the project took so long that he got out and was cleaned up in time to be interviewed for the documentary and he's one of the best things in it so uh you know good things come to people who wait but the thing took a long time but it's ian carr's ika collective production company and he's just uh he's just a dear dear friend so i knew i i knew what they were going to give me a really good ride and he you know we couldn't be more pleased it took so much time but when you see it you'll it you know, the love is on the screen, I think. That you is uh, comedian, uh, the joke man himself, Jackie Martling, in the new documentary. So who else will we see, Jackie, as far as cameos uh, talking <clears throat> about you? Uh, you'll see Willie Nelson, Penn Jillette, Mark Cuban, Artie Lang, wow. uh, St- Stuttering John. Um, you know, I should have the list in front of me, what which does, I don't. What does st- 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 Stuttering John have to say? He just said, you know, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you know, oh, and you know, and Joe Piscopo, all these people, I love I've Joe. Known these people for forty years, long before there was any, you know, <laughs> politics or anything. I know these people back from when let's have a beer and let's tell jokes. So it transcends everything, and it's and it's really fun, you know. And and my family and my girlfriend 
and my ex-wife and my, my girlfriend and my ex-wife are dear, dear friends. Oh, wow. So everybody's in it, you know, and of course my family, everybody in my family, my immediate family, they're all funnier than me, so they all take turns taking <laughs> shots at me, and it's just... <laughs> It's just a, it's just a kick, you know. The whole thing's a real kick. All right, joke, jokemanmovie.com or iTunes, Apple TV, or Amazon. So I have to ask this: uh, He's not in it, but did you ask Howard to be in it? I didn't even bother because I knew he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Robin uh, didn't respond. Fred responded, "I'd love to, but you know I can't." Which uh, everybody knows. You know, it, it all stems down. You know, there's nothing mean in the documentary, but I just tell the truth, and it, it expresses what a big part of the show I was as far as providing uh, lots of jokes, lots of lines for Howard, which was always kind of uh, not the most well-known thing in the world. So it'll be interesting to see what his take on it is, but it's, it's, it's so friendly and so fun, and it, it's all flattering to him. I, the thing that's always been mystifying to me is, Anything that happened under his umbrella, he gets credit for. You know, like Ed Sullivan never said a funny thing or never danced or anything, but he had, he had the biggest entertainer in the world. You know, I'm not calling Howard Ed Sullivan, but I'm just saying if it happens on your show, you get credit for it, you know. So, so you would, Jackie, so you would take us back there because you would basically sit across from Howard, and if there was a topic going on, you would just, would you write on a piece of paper the joke? Well, until the e-shell happened, I would just physically write on a piece of paper with a Sharpie and flip it around, put it in front of them. Yeah. But they weren't jokes. They were just lines. And it wasn't a to- whatever. It wasn't a specific topic or a guess, no matter what we were talking about. It's just like if you two guys are talking and I'm sitting with you, mm-hmm. and hopefully I'm a funny guy, and every once in a while I think of something funny to say, Instead of saying it myself, I'd write it down, sure. and Elliot would say it. Sure, that's sure. Assuming Jerry could still read. I don't know if Jerry could still read. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all I know is back, back when I knew Jerry, I just knew he never brushed his teeth. So he never got that <laughs> or wash his ass. He doesn't wash his ass either, Jerry. Do you go <laughs> into your uh, sobriety in this? Uh, I don't even... Everybody knows about it's it. It's not I, an I, issue, I, right? I'm sure I brushed into it. You know, uh, I just stopped. You know, yeah. But it, my life took such a major hook. Like I got divorced and was off the show and quit drinking and moved into a home by myself, all at the same time. Which is a, you know, which was a pretty pretty tough road to hold. But uh, but you get through it, and it was great. You know. Because you know, always the one thing about living in a basement apartment is you can't jump out the window. The window. And kill yourself. <laughs> 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 you know, many years ago, Jackie, you came into Phoenix. You were, I think, you were doing the celebrity theater, and uh, we went out. People from the radio station were all in the limo, and Jackie says to us, "Hey, you on air guys, shut the bleep up." Don't mention this on the air because I don't want my wife knowing. So we all shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, then I guess I owe you. Yeah, it was a good night, though. Limos, strip clubs, drinking. We had uh, a couple lesbian girls with us. What not to like? Nancy Stevens. I, yes, I Nancy was Nancy Shelley. Yep, all all of them. Yep, that's where I worked at. Yeah, me, me and Nancy were behind the scenes. We were very close. Boy, and we had fun down in Tampa at uh, John Cochran's old club. Boy, that was a good time. Um, you know, I keep asking people, and nobody knows. 
Is he still alive? No, no. He sadly, uh, he's passed. Oh, you know who I became friends with for years and actually went down to visit him? He actually flew Nancy and me down to his houseboat. Do you remember R.L. Sexton, one of the owners? Yeah, well, I, I knew of him. I didn't know him personally. I knew who he was. Yeah, it was like, the, you know, that place was so weird because the first year I went down there, you know how those clubs were in those days. The first night you're there, they give you Coke, and the second night you're there, they give you Coke, and then the third night they say you want to buy some Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say no, but there was a DJ named Brother B, and he would just play yeah. records after the show, but he was also dealing Coke. And then I went back the next year, <laughs> and he owned the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think, and I think John Cochran was spinning the record. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have to thank you, Jackie. So, you know, we got to mention the movie, uh, JokeManMovie.com, by the way, for the documentary, Joke Man. So last time you were on, or a couple times, you mentioned your cameo. So we had listeners uh, hire you to do cameos. And I tell you what, man, I don't know if you're still on cameo, but the praise that our yeah, listeners gave you, stuff, man. Really heard, good stuff. Thank you so much I've for making, yeah. I've got a hundred... I got 175 five-star reviews. I've done so many of them. They've had me requested to read from Robin's book. And some guy said, listen, we're going to play this at my cousin's funeral. You wouldn't believe the requests I get. You know, one guy, uh, I went on and on and on, and he wrote and said, Jackie, that's the greatest cameo ever. Except my parents, it's not their anniversary, it's their retirement dinner. I said, you son of a bitch. And I went back and re-recorded the whole thing. But I, I love doing those things. And I do, I only charge 75 bucks because to tell you the truth, I enjoy doing them as much as the people enjoy getting them. Yeah. And whatever they say, if they say it's for my rabbi and he likes poop jokes and he's got an ugly wife, I can just go down the line and hit every bullet point <laughs> and the people just love them. So yeah, it's cameo.com slash... Jackie Martling, and uh, and they just come in more and more and more, and uh, people say, oh, you should raise your price. I don't want to raise my price. I like doing them, you know? Oh, sure. it's well worth it. Hey, Jackie, serious question. Have you ever worried, because you, you mentioned that, hey, I could take a subject and I got a million jokes, and it's true. Are you ever worried about, like, losing or forgetting any jokes or just not having where, okay, I had no a million jokes, but, like, somebody, oh, my God, I forgot that one. Uh, what was the question? Meaning, like, losing, you know, for... Oh, okay, <laughs> I got you, I'm stupid. <laughs> I say that, I act. Yeah. I say that, I act. They say, you know, I know all the jokes in the world, and it's really true, I know most of them, and I could come up with anything, but now that I'm getting a little older, you know, sometimes people come up and say, why'd the chicken cross the road? And I'll go, God, I used to know that one. <laughs> <laughs> you hooked me on that one. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes, you know when you forget. Yeah. I, I, I'm old. You know, I'm, get, I'm going on 48 years old. And I, get, <laughs> I get to the point where I'll just talk and dance around while the back of my mind is looking for what I'm looking for and looking for the joke, you know. Yeah. It's, it's fun when you... I, I, my favorite thing, there's so many, so many great stories. I have to write a book like uh, Michael Madsen, the great character actor, came up to me at a party at the Cannes Film Festival and said, all right, Mr. Joke Man, I got one for you. And he said two words. And I said the punchline. And his jaw dropped. And before his jaw could close, I told him another joke on the exact same subject, 
And he got down on his knees and did that thing, I hail you, I hail you. And all the people in the party like, what is Madsen doing? But he was just so flabbergasted. You're the king. You know? You're the king. You always were. You always will be. Well, I, you know, it's a, it's a, one of those stupid titles, but I accept. Can we uh, end with some jokes? Well, the joke that I told him that he that he couldn't believe, which you, I'm sure you heard it, the guy was selling his talking dog, and uh, and the guy says, uh, how much is, and the owner says, $5,000. He says, that's a little steep. Uh, I need a demonstration. The guy says, no problem. Fido, what's it feel like when you sit on sandpaper? And the dog goes, rough. He goes, what do you think, I'm an idiot, you jerk? I'm not buying it. He wait, wait, the demonstration is not concluded. Fido, What's on top of a house? And the door goes, roof. You jerk, I'm out of here. He says, no, 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 I'm not quite done. I'm not quite done. One more time. Fido, who is the greatest Yankee ball player of all time? And the door goes, roof. And the guy says, all right, I'm done. And he leaves. And the dog turns to the owner and says, who was it, friggin' DiMaggio? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, man.